A stu stu Studio D production. Wait, wait, you guys don't love everything about me? I have you to rethink my life. You to pee? I love you. You pick your nose when nobody's watching? I love you. So does everybody else in the world. And that if you say you don't, it's a lie. <laughs> Freaking Evia. I could not handle that. What, you don't pick your nose when you're by yourself? No, why would she... I love it when you pick your nose. Oh, you mean her voice? I love. I, I, I love to watch you pick your nose with your toes. <laughs> you. Now you're you like the one to who fart took it in too a far. Jar so that you can smell it later. I love you. <laughs> I love when you're Gwyneth Paltrow and makes. Sit down. I want to tell you a story. A really weird and messed up story. With murdering ghosts and gobbledygools. It's all. It's effed up family story this time. Is, this is a bad idea. This is what. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Effed Up Family Story Time. I'm Salem. And I'm Hannah. Yay! And here today we have Jess. What's up? And we have a guest with us today, returning to the podcast, the Booger <laughs> Slayer, Evie. Hi. Yay. Not to put you on the spot. I this was is radio, so... baby. I was so Yo, hoping that you introduced her as the Booger Slayer. I was so hoping you would do that. <laughs> the bu 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 Booger Slayer! I got some boogers that I need Evie to take care of. Slay me. those boogers, uh, okay. Evie. <laughs> this, this is for our YouTube channel. <laughs> right now. Gross. With my toes. That is an OnlyFans page. So yeah. we are moving on that because... <laughs> We are having a PG-13 version of this podcast today because Evie is with us. PG-14, actually. I don't know. Let's call this one TV-14 instead of PG-13. Okay. Let's call this one unrated. So whatever Vampire Diaries <laughs> whatever happens, does happens. is TV-14. That how, kind how of, many F words do you get in well, TV-14? Well, I think we need... It's like we, getting bigger like, now, so I don't know. Like... Well, I know you can say jackass as much uh -huh. as you want. You can say bitch, bitch. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh -huh. they say that on radio now. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, I think the F word still brings it to an R, but... You can say I know it like once or twice. In PG-13 movies, you get one F word. And it's getting bigger. It's getting it's getting progressively Well, it's more. funny because it got less and now it's getting big again. Did you know it's Beetlejuice okay. drops the, the F-bomb multiple times, right? The movie uh -huh. Beetlejuice. PG-13. Uh-huh. Really? Yep. Random <laughs> bitch that I have, and bitch is acceptable. We already well, talked about this. Don't call Hannah names. No, I have a bitch. I have a great. Can I call Hannah names? <laughs> she has two bitches. The gas station that is right on the way home from work can't sell vapes because they're too close to a school, and that makes me mad because they sell liquor and cigarettes. Right. What the hell? <laughs> so, so they're trusted to card teenagers and not sell them yeah. actual cigarettes, okay, but, but not cigarettes to not sell cool. them an e-cig. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm not going to go on that rant, but I have very strong opinions about cigarettes versus e-cigs. Yeah, this doesn't look cool. Because, okay, I'll, I'll keep it brief. I'll try not, to keep it brief. Neither does smoking. It's Where not, did that even start? No, Why it's did not, that even start? It's not good for you, and I will never, ever, ever promote either of those things because both of them are equally as bad for you. They have been proven to be equally as bad. However, number one rule is don't do it at all. But number two rule is if you're going to break rule number one, at least make it look cool. At least smoke <laughs> a <laughs> cigarette. You're sucking on your fruit. <laughs> Little tube, you. It's so true. You from the mouth of babes. Okay, 
second. Smoking cigarettes looks cool. It does. <laughs> but you have to have this flavored air. Can, Mom, can I curse for a second? Okay. If you're going to do it, don't be a... If you're gonna do it, do it right. I think that Whoa. is one exclusive words. You, if you're gonna do We're it, in R-rated territory now. If you're gonna do it, smoke a cigarette because at least you're not being a wuss, and at least you look cool. If you're, it's like those people who have to have crystal light in their water because they just can't fathom the idea of drinking tap water. So now you it's have so to wait, wait, twice, to... Evie. I feel like she, that last one was pointed at me. No, because there's been. This thing where like people have like turned it into a trend to oh, be like, okay, so today talk. I'm making like a picture of my like cotton candy water, and it's like, shut up! I'm gonna kill you. I'm turning okay, your mic down okay. a little. Okay, I'll stop yelling. I okay. promise. So that was a whole lot of things, but the comment I want to make look is, at all those peaks is that I love my teetotaler daughter because <laughs> on the drive here she also told me she's never gonna drink. Because she doesn't ever want to know what it feels like to be hungover. I know so it's like, just this like is being my, sick, but it's valid. so scary. This is my so teetotal. Like, how did I raise such just a like, you know you what? and Chris. I know, for real. <laughs> to solidify that, just let Evie stay the night on a Tuesday night at Belle's house so she can see what she looks like in the morning on Wednesday after karaoke, and she'll never want to <laughs> drink <laughs> Or I smoke. Or <laughs> I, we saw Dad in some pretty inebriated states. I don't know how... No, I'm talking about the hangover. Oh, yeah. I well, don't know how many Wednesdays. I'm like, hey, Belle, how you doing this morning? Oh, right? not good. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this. We need to stop talking murder time. <laughs> it is murder time. Look at... Uh, when... Where's the anxiety I'm used to? Like... When are She's you going to have like, your own show, I'm sleep Evie? Deprived. That's what That's I want to know. Everything changes when I have in, slept in 16 oh, hours. That's beautiful. So, Hannah... Is gonna tell us a story today. Take it away, Hannah. It's been a very long time. Okay. <laughs> As we can see, Hannah is ready. I'm thrilled. <laughs> um, so I am telling the story of the disappearance of Walter Collins. As I, I am almost convinced that I've told this story before, but. I went through all of them <laughs> and it's not there. It's not, I like, it's not on the podcast. So I apparently have it, but I swear to God, maybe I wrote this story and was going to tell it and then never did, but I don't know. Well, it doesn't sound familiar to me. William right. Collins, Walter, Walter, Walter Collins. Collins. <laughs> the disappearance See? of Hudson. I don't even know his name. <laughs> nice. So Walter Collins was born in September of 1918 to Christine and Walter J. Collins. The family lived in Los Angeles, California, and because it was 1918, there's not a whole lot recorded about their early childhood of Walter. <laughs> Makes sense. There wasn't much recorded about anyone in 1918. <laughs> uh, yeah, they didn't have cameras. They did. They did. You oh! just had to stand still. <laughs> they even had moving pictures by then. Oh, they yeah. did, didn't they? Just Dead silent. They had cameras in like the 18... early 1800s. Uh, well, Maybe mid 1800s. Mid- mid- but there are ages they're... in my head. I can barely they're... imagine the 80s, okay? I'm There's 14. A... I'm pretty sure I've seen photographs of Abraham Lincoln. So there yeah. were at least those cameras where you couldn't move. But they mm-hmm. have like back then. paintings that look real of like 
Washington or whatever. It could but, be fake. But that was seventeen hundred. You can, you can I know still what I'm tell, saying. That's no, my but point. They're photographs for, with the border. They're photographs. Boo-boo. But I can understand why you would see pictures <laughs> I am denying like that. the existence of cameras right now. <laughs> they are not real. The only pictures come from the pigeon drones. <laughs> and, a hot take. And anybody who thinks that they have a camera is really just someone who is You're stealing lying. your soul. The government is lying to you. Uh, so confirmed, there were cameras in 1918, but not. <laughs> Any pictures of the Collins family? Shut up. It's probably expensive. <laughs> probably expensive. On March 10th of 1928, when Walter Jr., not Walter Sr., the father, Walter the son, uh, was nine years old. Baby Walter. He received money from his mother, Christine, to go to the movie cinema, and he was never seen again. What? Oh, poor nine-year-old Walter. I think he just Wally. ran away. Well, that's what other people thought as well, but... You'll see. That's what everybody. Not yet, <laughs> Also, like if they thought that in the seventies when all the kids were disappearing and they're like they're a runaway. Of course, they thought that in the twenties. I've yeah. heard Tom Sawyer. They, were like, they went Huck to go Finn. get a job. They went Probably. to ride a raft down a river. <laughs> this nine-year-old went to go work right. in a factory. I'm, I'm sure he just went off to make it on his own, so he wasn't a burden on his parents <laughs> yeah. anymore. So Walter disappeared uh, after getting money from his mom to go to the movies. And almost immediately, Walter's disappearance garnered nationwide attention. Uh, I think there had been like a string of other child disappearances in <gasps> L.A. recently. And the LAPD followed hundreds of leads, but nothing came out of them, which caused the community to pressure the police to solve the case. And as we all know, with pressure comes poor police work. Right. So <laughs> yeah. even in 1918, L.A. was a hellhole of a place to be, it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, don't <laughs> move so. to LA. I think so. Five months after Walter Collins's disappearance, a boy claiming to be Walter was found in DeKalb, Illinois. DeKalb, Illinois. DeKalb. Christine Collins exchanged letters and photographs to ensure that this boy was her son, and then she paid for him to be brought to Los Angeles from Illinois. Which I think is wild. They didn't pay to take this child to L.A. themselves. Like, and like they, not have this mother who has lost her child for five months. Have yeah. To yeah, to your kid's gone. But, like, you kind of have to, like, give well, us money to get him back. And like, he just yeah. came home by himself. I think he was, like, escorted with police from Illinois or okay. with, like, LAPD. No, nah, he's just riding the train. I mean, you he's also have going. to think, though, in 1918, to get to Illinois from California would have taken a lot longer than we think of today. So even if yeah. LAPD had gone to Illinois to get him, they would train would have been the only option. Well, this was 1928, not 1918. Oh, I thought Walter was born in 1918. Oh, sorry. 1928 is when he disappeared. Same so at this thing, point, though. he's nine. Same thing, though. I yeah, didn't... not that much of an I mean, advancement in that ten year period. I don't think, I don't think... that cars were going cross country really no. at that point. <laughs> Once in Los Angeles, Christine Collins claimed that the boy the police had brought from DeKalb was not her son, Walter. The officer in charge of the case, Captain J.J. Jones, told Christine to, quote, unquote, try the boy out. Try him <laughs> out. Maybe you just don't remember yeah. what he looks like. Or, or maybe or you could love is. this new one and just pretend, just pretend to love this random this child. This kid needs a home if he's willing yeah, to he take your no son's parents. identity. Just take him in and pretend he's Walter or whatever. So Christine was convinced by Captain Jones to take this boy home, and she spent three weeks with him and then returned to the police confirming that he was not Walter. 
she said, had hey, can you take this kid back i really don't <laughs> like him well and she had dental records and she had friends who had backed her claims and she was like this is for sure not my son walter but still captain jones accused collins of being a bad mother and wasting the police's time Wow. Like, That's your like kid. she's saying, no. like, it really is her kid and she's a bad mom because she yeah, won't accept. Because she won't accept that that's her son. Oh my God. Somebody should punch him. Because if she really didn't <laughs> want her execution. kid, why would she ask them for, to like help her find her kid? Right. Why yeah. would you know? she go th- and exchange pictures and letters and go through all that if she, and then say, and then pay? They paid. She paid to have him brought back why would she do that if she didn't want her actual son back well it gets worse Uh oh Um, so not only was captain jones a big piece of shit by saying that she was a bad mom but he also had christine collins committed to a psychiatric hospital so i take it back somebody should kick him i don't care that he's dead by now i think we need to bring the guillotine (laughs) back for him (laughs) but that's how they treated women back then yeah he used code 12 internment which is a term that they use to jail or commit someone who was deemed difficult or an inconvenience to them so it was like well yeah he admitted basically by saying that that it wasn't she wasn't actually insane by thinking this person wasn't her son she was just annoying him because he had solved the case quote unquote she was just a hysterical woman yeah people are dumb is it wrong that when you said his name was jj jones my first thought was i wonder if he goes by jj because his name's something stupid like jonathan j jones jonathan jonathan jones (laughs) i always think it's so dumb when parents do that to their kids like william williamson who does that i've seen people named that before like what the fuck is Doug douglas yeah yep. what if his name is jo- jones 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 <laughs> jonesy jones jones <laughs> jonesy jonesy jones jones, jones, jones. <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> so he sent christine to the psychiatric hospital and while she was there Captain Jones questioned the boy that had been brought from DeKalb, Illinois, and he admitted that he was not Walter Collins. He was really a 12-year-old boy named Arthur Hutchins Jr. So, did he let her out? Eventually. Because that's what I'm Um, thinking. He doesn't want to admit that he was wrong because he made such a big stink out of it, so he's going to tell the kid to pretend, I'm guessing. Well, no. So, Arthur, Arthur was a runaway from Iowa who was picked up by the police in Illinois, and said he was Walter when the police asked him. Like, they asked him so, outright, are you Walter? He said no. And then they were like, are you sure? And he was like, maybe I am. Well, <laughs> I, that's one thing I was gonna, I was kind of wondering about is like, if he was in Illinois, how did he even hear about Walter in 1928? Like, well, Yeah, the police just straight was... up asked him. They were like, and are you like, Walter Collins? He's like, oh, opportunity comes knocking. Yeah. And he went, and, whoa, maybe I am. Whoa, who am I? I don't know. I hit my head. He, I he's... hit my head really hard on the Riverside. Oh my God. Maybe I fell off I the raft. Walter. <laughs> he specifically said that his reason for lying about being Walter was because he wanted to go to Hollywood and meet his favorite actor, Tom Mix. <laughs> so he thought he had a free ticket to California. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. I've never even heard of this favorite actor. I know. I haven't either. <laughs> and what, I just you've also... never heard of Tom Mix. You didn't think cameras existed in 1918. I'm I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know yeah. who he is. You don't know who Tom Mix is. Cameras? <laughs> what are those? What's a camera? I'm actually from the 1800s. Mo- <laughs> movie star. What? What, what is that? <laughs> Um, I also just quick side note. I find it very <laughs> odd that Arthur is twelve and Walter was nine, 
And the police were just like, that's a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. That twelve-year-old is for sure nine-year-old Walter Collins. I mean, sometimes it can be hard. Like, if he was tall or if he was short, he could look younger. I don't know. I teach a wide range of children, many ages, and I don't think I would ever confuse a 12-year-old for a nine-year-old. So, despite... Arthur Hutchins Jr. admitting he was not Walter Collins, Christine Collins was not released from the psychiatric hospital until 10 days after his confession. So they kept her in there for 10 days and then they finally took her out and was like, oh, you were right. It's not Walter. It's not your boy. It's not your son. Yeah. She filed a lawsuit against the LAPD and she won a lawsuit against Captain J.J. Jones and was awarded $10,800, which Jones never paid. Until the day that she died, he never paid her the money. So that leaves the question, what actually happened to Walter Collins? This boy was not him. So what happened to him? Well, I will tell you in the second half. After the break. After the break. I'm guessing that Jonesy Jones Jones isn't the one who figured out what happened to him, for real. (laughs) No. That is his name from now on. Jonesy Jones Jones. Jonesy Jones Jones. Jones. (laughs) Hey, little Shemmies. Thanks for tuning in. While we were on our break, I just wanted to let you guys know how you can get a hold of us if you wanted to send us an email with your spooky stories i'm still waiting for you to tell me those so i could tell them to you our email is ffs the podcast at gmail.com we'd also love to hear from you on the various social media sites where ffs the podcast on instagram and on twitter and on facebook you can find us at e-f-f-e-d up story time we'd love to hear from you thanks for tuning in we love you shammies and uh back to the show because we are back you for liberals right these now. days can't take a joke. Nope. Nope. Nobody can take a joke nowadays. Such Don't a you good know? Angry What's voice. What's happening? <laughs> All right, it's everybody. It's the liberals, Hannah. Sorry. I'll Hannah's stop. shoving cheese in her face right before she's going to tell us the second half of this story. Woohoo. <laughs> what happened to Walter? I almost called him William. <laughs> Again! <laughs> You're welcome. I legit thought his name was William when I said it. I had to think about it twice before I To spoke. be fair, when you said William, I had only said his name once. That's I true. said his name a lot in the last half. <laughs> but maybe, just, maybe I'm just more memorable. Maybe it's because we laughed about it, no, so got, it stuck in her brain. I got it because of all the times that you said it. It just took me a second. Squilliam, fancy pants. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, I can't think straight right now. Oh no, he's hot. Um, okay. So, in order to find out what happened to Walter Collins, we have to talk about a man named Gordon Stewart Northcott, who in 1924 moved to Los Angeles from British Columbia, Canada, where he had been raised. Do I say British Columbia, Canada, like you would say, like a state? Because isn't British Columbia a province? I think. I think, but it's kind of like. I mean, it's it's a different structure than the U.S., but the way I think of it is, like, the provinces are kind of like our states, and then they have, like, yeah. counties within those provinces that then have cities in them. So I think I've always kind of thought of provinces as, like, an equivalent to a state Big with state. us. They yeah. just have a lot bigger states, so they have fewer states. They have us. a bunch of Texases. <laughs> right. And a Montana thrown in there. And they're called yes. Texas 1, Texas 2, Canada, Texas, Texas 4... 
So Gordon Stewart Northcott had been raised in British Columbia, moved to Los Angeles in 1924. Two years later, in 1926, when Northcott was 19 years old, he asked his father to buy a plot of land in Wineville, which I think is like... I thought you were going to say buy a child. No. (laughs) Buy a plot of land in Wineville, which is in Riverside County in California, I think. With the help of his father and his 11-year-old nephew, Sanford Clark, Northcott built a chicken ranch and a house on this plot of land. Sanford Clark had been brought from Canada to L.A. in order to help Northcott with the building of this ranch. So he did ask his dad if he could buy a kid. <laughs> I mean, he was related to him. <laughs> that makes it worse, doesn't it? <laughs> Might I please have a child? So Sanford Clark came to L.A. to help with the building of this ranch. But when Sanford arrived, Northcott began physically and sexually abusing him. In the August of 1928, Sanford Clark's older sister, Jessie, visited him in Wineville Ranch because she was worried about his welfare. Sanford had told Jessie that he feared for his life. And so this was two years after he had come from Canada, I think, to help build this ranch. Mm. One night, Jesse was told by Sanford that Northcott had murdered four young boys at the ranch. Wow. When Jesse returned to Canada a week later, she reported Northcott's crimes to an American consul who then wrote the LAPD, but then the LAPD wrote the United States Immigration Service because there was initially a concern over an immigration issue. Not, not the murder of four children. Like, who gives a shit if you kill four kids? You don't belong here! Yeah. Well, they were so backwards back then. Like, we're not super better now, but we will be more likely to ignore immigration stuff if we're solving murders. Yeah. <laughs> so on August 31st of 1928, two immigration service inspectors, Judson F. Shaw and George W. Scalorn, visited Northcott's ranch. Sorry, people had wild names. I know. I'm just thinking about like the Samford... Or I keep wanting to say Samson or like, what is the guy who moved their name? It was so fancy and long. It made oh, Gordon, Gordon Stewart Northcott. Northcott. That's just, just seems a very proper. Fancy. Yeah. yeah. Like Squilliam Fancy Pants. Yeah, I was about to say it really is Squilliam Fancy Pants Core. Like that's what they were naming back then. And then you've got Jonesy Jones Jones. Jonesy Jones Jones. Well, that's why he was a cop with a name like that. You know, he was never going to be a child murderer. <laughs> So these two immigration service inspectors came to Northcott's ranch. Northcott had seen the officers approaching because he had like a really long road up to the ranch. So he fled into the trees that surrounded the edge of his property. And then he told Sanford Clark that he would shoot him from the tree line if he didn't comply with what Northcott wanted him to do. So for two hours, Clark stalled the inspectors while Northcott fled the area And when Sanford Clark felt like the inspectors could actually protect him at that point, he told them that Northcott had fled. And he's like, save me. Yeah. (laughs) Northcott successfully fled to Canada with his mother, Sarah Louise Northcott. And they were both arrested near Vernon, British Columbia on September 19th of of 1928. Of 2018. This was actually pretty recent. (laughs) Pretty Um, recent. (laughs) They actually vlogged it. Was his mom in on it? Oh, ho, ho. You'll find out. Oh, I don't know if I want to. Right now. <laughs> Is this going to traumatize me a little? No, it's not very okay. graphic. 
It's just dead boys I, from the just, 1920s. Well, I mean, considering <laughs> the, some years. of the stories that we've told about childhood. That's true. Okay. It's, it's, I mean, they'd be dead by now anyway. So, well, I just, that doesn't to make think it, it better. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true, but yeah. they would have maybe lived a long life in between. <laughs> maybe then. had kids, passed on their lineage. Who knows? So, created some murderers of their had own. A pizzeria. Yeah. I don't know. Had a, pe- a pizzeria. <laughs> Did they have pizza back then? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, but that's not something well known. You could have gone and like ordered a pizza. We're not talking about the 1300s in medieval England. I mean, no. I, don't, I don't know that they had delivery. No. But you could get crazy pizza jump between the get... 1920s and the current 20s. You can't. And I'm 14. Okay. <laughs> she she wasn't even born in the 1900s, so I no. guess we can't be too mad at her. So. <laughs> Sarah Louise Northcott and Gordon Stewart Northcott were both arrested in or near Vernon, British Columbia on September 19th of 1928. Sanford Clark testified at Sarah Louise Northcott's sentencing that Gordon Northcott had kidnapped, molested, beaten, and killed three young boys with the help of his mother and Sanford himself. In late 1928, Sarah Louise Northcott confessed to the participation in the murder of one of the victims. She claimed that Walter Collins was one of the victims of Gordon Northcott. Oh, so that's that's, so. Did they? Are we going to get into it? Did they snatch him? Did they find bodies? Like they? There's not. I mean, I didn't go super into like the trial of the Wineville Chicken Coop murders. That's what they're like. Have I'm been sorry, known the, as the Wineville the chicken Wineville coop? chicken coop murders because <laughs> because he owned a chicken. Ranch. I know, but they couldn't come up with a wordier the, the Gordon name. Ramsey, I don't Gordon know. Ramsey murders. <laughs> what was his name? Gordon, Gordon Northcott. Gordon Northcott. The that's Wineville like the, chicken coop murders. Yeah, that's Ew. like the name that they called it, and that's how. If you've heard of this, you've probably heard of Wineville chicken coop murders. I have not. So. After Sarah Louise Northcott's confession, she was sentenced to she was sentenced without a trial to life in prison for the role in Walter's death. Maybe that was like 1928 version of plea deals or something. Maybe because <laughs> um, she confessed. Yeah, the state of California, however, didn't charge Gordon Nor- Northcott for Walter's murder, but brought him to trial for the murders of the three other young boys that Why? Sanford Clark had talked about. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, Did they have more evidence on the one crimes and didn't have any necessarily any physical evidence on the I, other? I think that's what it was because they did have like forensic evidence to for the three boys that they tried him with. I don't know if they had physical evidence for Walter. Okay, it was just her saying that Walter was one of the yeah, kids. and I think at one point Sanford had also like corroborated her story, saying that he was one of the boys. But, but they didn't North find Cot, his body where, with the other three boys or anything like that? They No, okay. I don't think so. So that probably makes well, sense. Well, and DNA, I mean, I guess if they had dental records, like you said, she had the mom she had, had, yeah, dental, she had records. dental records to try and prove that Arthur... But if they didn't find a body, though. Yeah. Then you can't compare it to anything. And they wouldn't have had DNA back then, which I know you know. Yeah. I didn't realize that they started using dental records all the way back then. Like, yeah, I was kind of surprised didn't, by that too. Although, though, I guess that makes sense. But it I guess, but I, <laughs> but like, were 
x-rays during dental visits that common back then like that's I don't think the thing that it was necessarily like x-ray dental work i think it was oh like he has this is a his filling tooth. in this tooth oh, so okay. if you find remains with so this it's basically same just his appointment records i think it's so. charting is what yeah. it is it's yeah. charting yeah. Like because if you okay. have a gold tooth and they find so, a, a skeleton we do, with a gold tooth so it's not like today yeah. where they actually compare the x-rays of the person's I don't mouth think I mean, I think they, they did have x-rays back then. but I was going to say that dental charting is probably what they use even still to this day because it's very accurate because yeah. all of the teeth, they used to have a lettered number system. Now they all just have numbers. Mm-hmm. But I did dental charting as a vet tech. Yeah. And I could look at a chart no. and I could be like, well, MWAM had this forcation, bifurcation on it. And, and yeah. then granted, we don't have as like detail but they'll note that like this tooth has a filling on the anterior posture posterior of the tooth of m1 of whatever you know their medical terminology right. is of and the somebody could look at that and the molar tooth. Think- <laughs> exactly and they could very clearly see oh yeah from totally. written records whether this person matched yeah. so. i think i mean i think that goes with a lot of medical record records in general i think with <laughs> the hey i couldn't even get I it mean, out i just it's... rolled over it and continued and you had to make fun of yeah, me yeah because you're my mama the mother-daughter interaction that makes me laugh <laughs> than it is no. evie's comment <laughs> So the state of California didn't charge Gordon Northcott for Walter's murder, but brought him to trial for the murders of the three other young boys. I think part of the reason, too, not only did they have not as much evidence, but he also denied mm-hmm. killing Walter Collins. But I think that he had confessed to killing other boys. So Gordon Northcott denied killing Walter Collins. And then later, Sarah Louise Northcott rescinded her confession after she was already in prison. Which I don't, I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> I mean, crazy people do crazy yeah. things. So because Gordon denied killing Walter and then Sarah Louise recanted, Christine Collins believed that her son was still alive. Like the whole time. Aww. She, this was despite Sarah Louise's guilty plea and Sanford Clark's corroborating testimony to the murder of Walter. Christine started corresponding with Gordon Northcott and was allowed to interview him before his execution. Uh, Northcott had promised to tell the truth about Christine's son, but recanted last minute and only professed his innocence in any involvement of any of the crimes, I think. Uh, Christine was then encouraged to believe that Walter was still alive when a boy appeared who had been abducted and molested by Northcott. And the police had initially thought that this boy was a murder victim of Northcott's. So they thought that he was dead, but then he shows up years later and tells his story. So for the remainder of her life, Christine Collins searched for her son, Walter. That's so sad because the the not knowing is the hardest part. Yeah. And him not being like even tried for the murder of Walter. Yeah. No justice. Yeah. No closure. I feel bad for Samson. Because he could have Sanford. E- I know I called him Samson oh, okay. on purpose that <laughs> <Okay>. time. <laughs> I feel bad because he could have easily been a dead boy just yeah. like the others. And I wonder if his participation in it is the only thing that kept him alive. I think so. And I mean, like, there's not that much information on it because it was 1928. Right. But at least in the dramatized version of this story (laughs) um in 2008 there was a movie called the changeling starring angelina angelina jolie okay um, that recounts this entire story i remember that movie yeah yeah that movie scared the 
crap. It out was of me. creepy. And they made her like think she was crazy. That yeah, whole... it's it's literally just a retelling of the real life things I... that happened to Christine Collins and Walter Collins. That poor woman. Christine Collins spent the rest of her life searching for Walter, and she attempted multiple times to collect the money that Captain Jonesy Jonesy Jones owed her. (laughs) Jonesy Jones. Uh, She went to court in 1941, where she tried to collect $15,562. I think it was unsuccessful. I think until she died, he did not pay her. Because he's a dick. Yeah, that guy. Um, She died in 1964 and was buried in Los Angeles, California. And the official official report is that Walter Collins died uh, as a result of Gordon Stewart Northcott in Wineville. It's but William it's Pants. not like who knows? It's not 100 percent confirmed. It's one well, of those he's dead where now. it's one of those where the evidence seems to lead to this conclusion, but we can't prove it definitively. Yeah. yeah. Which is so hard. Like, I know. Sad. That's so it. that's it. That yep. is that your story. That's my story. Well, that was after Are you Panny. sticking to it, Hanny. I'm sticking <laughs> to Hanny it. Bainy. That was messed up, Hanny. 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 Well, that was that was an effed up story. Now it's time for something not effed up. The pea corner. Woo! The uh, one thing is this doesn't the suck. The pea corner. One thing doesn't suck. Yeah. I've been practicing my low notes. That One still wasn't great, but it was suck. better. I'm gonna. St- well, I don't ever start it except for now. But next time I'll start it higher. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm working on my range again. Suck. I'm getting back into music a little. <laughs> um. Thank you, Evie, for calling it by its true name, the PP Corner. Um, yes. Not <laughs> dead naming PP Corner. You're so lucky that you're all screwed up from your hips and stuff, or you'd get kicked under the table too, banana. Thanks for not. <laughs> I feel like this one thing that doesn't suck fully encapsulates that it's just one thing that doesn't suck. It's okay. a sea of many things that d- does okay. currently suck. But as of, I think sometime late April, the Department of Justice is suing Tennessee. Because of all of their anti-trans legislation. Hey, nice! In in a sea of many things that is very terrifying for trans people in America right now, very disheartening to see all the time that new states are coming out with new legislation. Um, It's really nice to see that somebody is trying to have our back. (laughs) Like, for real, America is a shit show. Like, it really is. More than I think it's ever been in its entirety of its lifetime so so wait but so happy, tennessee's happy, elected happy. officials passed these laws but now the state of tennessee is saying our elected officials are stupid and we're suing you for passing no, these the laws the department of justice is oh suing tennessee. okay it wasn't the state of it, so no. it's federally federally they are suing they are tennessee. suing the state of tennessee well because they, they are gender inf- for like well and that infringes bans. on rights in the constitution yep, they're basically so saying it is a federal violation it's inconstitutional okay. Based on the 14th Sorry, Amendment. Sorry, I was really confused. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, the state is suing itself for because it passed these laws. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't no, no, get no. it. Uh, the federal government okay. is is okay. finally putting a foot down and saying that these laws that are getting passed mean, are unconstitutional. You mean the same federal level that overturned Roe v. Wade? I know, I know, it's um, <laughs> inconsistent and ridiculous. Inconsistent and ridiculous. Things that don't suck, mother. But it's it's nice to I see there are currently 17 states. But you can keep quiet. I think 17 no. Republican states that have 
17 Republican-led states that have passed laws banning gender-affirming care for transgender children and young adults. Tennessee was, I believe, the first, one of the first, if not. So it's a start. It's a start to see that That the federal government is doing something. I didn't... And that President Joe Biden, who... uh, Joe Whatever you Biden, say about him, wake I, <laughs> we all have our own opinions, but he is the only president who has come out, said trans people matter yeah. in a public way ever. Yeah. Mentioned trans people in a public way ever, and is now currently saying that trans children, especially, deserve the same rights that every other child does, that they're not going to go away, and is doing something about it. Right. I just want to mention that I want as joe biden for halloween and i you did. ate i did <laughs> i ate ate <laughs> i devoured i i don't understand what that means i don't pay attention to the news anymore so what did i miss if no, they're talking it's, about it's, serving on the news i'm gonna cry it's a, a colloquial about- term that is very it's ingrained in queer culture you're like i am serving you ate. It's like if very, they're talking about serving so and slaying not, on the news, I'm oh, gonna go. Is it like slaying? Yeah. I get slaying. I didn't know the whole I ate thing. I you didn't. Ate that. It's more. I think it's more recent. Kind of. I talk like a drag queen sometimes. <laughs> to talk to me like that, then, so I can keep up with things and ask you questions because I don't like not knowing slang. I want to be able to read your texts and know what you're talking about. <laughs> Tell your mom all of your code words for drugs. And sex. Have you seen my kid? That's never going to happen. I don't leave the house. I was joking with her on the drive over, actually, about how I wondered if this was really just a long con and she's just a really great actress convincing (laughs) me she's super anxious so that I don't pay attention to her exploits in high school and she can get away with shit. Because that is something I would have done. Like, that is legit. The long con is good. That was legit something I would have done if I had thought of it as a kid. And so I'm like, oh, shit, did I create an evil mastermind? (laughs) And is she really not that anxious? And she's going to go get in all sorts of trouble? No. I've met her. I disagree. (laughs) All right. Are we ready to wrap this up? Is that the last of it? Yeah, that's the last of it. That's the last of it. That's the end of it. But that is a a good positive thing. I agree. What that I went as Joe Biden for Halloween? Did, and did <laughs> Arkansas pass those same stupid laws? I believe. Hopefully, so they have the to, beginning of them coming right, in. Right, because yes. whatever happens with end. this case against Tennessee is going to set the precedent, and then they're yep. going to go and after s- others. If they're successful, they'll go after <laughs> other states. Yeah, yeah. And somebody needs to get into Florida. I don't know who that I volunteer. is. volunteer. Like I said, I don't keep up with the news anymore. It made me too depressed. He may be our next My president. My mental health is better now that I stop paying attention to the news. Like, I'm, I know that's like... Yeah. But I don't... So who I is don't he? Have a next president. Right uh, he is running for president. Ron DeSantis is the one who passed the Don't Say Gay bill in Florida. He's the one who passed all of the bathroom bills in Florida. Passed banning gender-affirming care in Florida. Um, is now saying that they want See? to hire... Uh, ex-veterans to be p- teachers in Florida. He also passed like laws that like control what colleges are allowed to teach. Yeah. Um. So like you can't teach critical race theory. You can't yep. teach any kind of gender, any kind passed, of gender shit. Period. Passed a law saying that if 
your neighbor or if someone in the community yes. finds out that your child is transgender, they can kidnap your children yep. and take them away. And from take you. them away from you and CPS will like take your kids away. Random person. Yeah. Yep. Also, um, I think that DeSantos is planning on running. Mm-hmm. It's DeSantos, not Santos, right? Or is it both? It's, it's DeSant- either DeSantis. DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Anyway, I think that if Trump isn't allowed to run as the Republican candidate, he is He's the one that's expected to run. Yep. And uh, if that's the best the Republican Party has to offer us, then I think they should be dismantled. And that's the same for the Democratic Party. If Biden's the best you it's, have to offer us. It's that horseshoe politics. That's where we've ended up. We're on two extremes. There's nobody in the middle. And can anymore. we have somebody that's not 80? <laughs> no. We can't have anyone under the age I mean, of 75. It's good to know that I got a good 33 years to be able to run for president. Right? I mean, if I you could still be first woman president. Why would you have someone leaving an entire group of people who's older than 98% of that group of, or who's not older than 98% of that group? How, of why would you have somebody? Obviously, the 80 year olds and the 75 year olds know what's better for the younger people in this generation how about who have this? more of a say. Well, because innovation has no place in politics. How about yeah. this? They're going to die soon. Do you really think they give a shit about you and the life you're going to lead? They're going to die soon.